Peak Wealth Management proudly presents the Trust the Plan podcast with Nick Hopwood and Jim Pilot, where we believe by providing education and guidance, we can help you retire with peak confidence. Now, here are your certified financial planners, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to episode 195 of the Trust the Plan podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jim. And these are seven steps how to make a retirement withdrawal that you cannot miss. Yeah, this is some good info here. Very important. Okay. Edge of your seat. Maybe a little tongue in cheek. But first, <laughs> let's talk about going back a couple of weeks, the mm-hmm. Ameritrade and Schwab merger. Okay. Mm-hmm. So everything was done over Labor Day. They moved like $2 trillion, something crazy like that, like millions and millions of accounts. Mm-hmm. Everything went over perfectly. But there is a little bit of housekeeping that we have to be aware of. Uh, if you haven't logged into your account, Make sure you do um, on Schwab.com. And also, if you're having any trouble, please let us know. But the housekeeping part that I was referring to mainly was that, you know, husband and wife, okay, if you each have accounts, Mm -hmm. the the Schwab default option is that you see your accounts and she sees her accounts. And in order for us to see each other and put it together Mm -hmm. as one login, there's a little maintenance that we have to do. And we can help you with that. So reach out to us and, uh, and we can get that going for you. Yeah. All right. So, Jim, uh, I know that you, uh, you, you fell for the clickbait here, right? <laughs> I did. I, it was an article about seven steps for making retirement withdrawals. And I thought, well, I'm always interested to try to learn something new, hear other people's ideas. You know, I want to see what they think about, uh, you know, any withdrawal strategies that might yeah. be worth exploring so i clicked on maybe, it and read it maybe something you know exciting that we never heard of before yeah, right we hadn't so, thought of or a different yeah. way of doing something some but continuing yeah. education you know yeah for sure so you know this is a classic yahoo finance article mm-hmm. compared to a wall street journal type article yeah. okay yeah i'm telling you right now this article would never make it to the wall street <laughs> journal paper okay it's just yeah it's clickbait okay is what it is okay it is and i have a feeling and by the way it's from dave ramsey and I like Dave, mm-hmm. but I have a feeling that if he knew, because he's got a huge empire, okay? Yeah. He didn't write the article, but they're using, it's his business, right? Yeah. I feel like if he knew that this is what the team was put, was cranking out, yeah, he might be a little, he might be a little embarrassed. It probably wouldn't be his thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they're probably click, people are clicking it, so they're making money. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's, I mean, he's in business, so. Right. But not much value add here. So let's walk through these seven steps. The first step, I uh, can't argue with it, work with a financial advisor. Of course, we think that's great advice and, and great opinion. Um, so that was their first recommendation is to, to reach out and consult with your financial advisor. And of course, they want to put you in touch with people that they can make a commission true. on. Yeah, yep. okay. very true. Yeah. What about number two? Uh, number two was decide how you want to receive the money. Meaning, do you want it to come electronically to your bank or do you want to get a check? No, I don't want a check. So you... Uh, Benefited from that statement to help clarify how you want to receive that. It's kind of a given, you know, I think. (laughs) Right. Third step, uh, contact your financial institution. Really? So if you need the money from them, they're suggesting you call them. Wow. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Pretty good, huh? Some groundbreaking stuff so far, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Moving on to step. Wait, wait. There's wait. Oh, did I miss one? Wait. Oh, number two. Yeah. After you've contacted the financial institution, you need to wait for the paperwork. We're already at step four, guys. Yeah. We're halfway through, <laughs> more than halfway through the list, right? Yeah. So we're four. on to waiting for the paperwork. Uh, 
What about five? Did we miss five? Well, hate to, I hate to miss any groundbreaking. Uh, maybe it didn't format right. Yeah. We're miss Actually, I remember five because when I read the article, number five was review the paperwork. So <laughs> okay. now you receive the paperwork. Now they suggest you review the paperwork. Now you've got, now I'm hooked. Yep. Okay. Yep. Step right. six is sign the paperwork. And then step seven is receive the money. Wow. And eagerly sit back and wait for that, that ACH to come in. So obviously, you know, this is a tongue in cheek, seven steps from our point of view. Yeah. When we think about, first of all, let, let's just say when you need when a client of ours that needs money. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's one step. Yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> it's true. like, just get the money. Right. Right. So anyway, we, we would always set up where you link your bank account and your Schwab account. Mm -hmm. So it's like on day one, it's linked. Mm -hmm. So there's no decision about paper checks or ACH. Um, you know, ACH is one day, right? So there's yeah. not much waiting. Okay. And the paperwork, we do all the paperwork um, digitally when you open your account, mm -hmm. right? So you sign it on day one, you never have to sign again. But it is interesting how we approach identity, right? So with all the identity theft and everything going on these days, mm -hmm. we do want to speak with you. Just a quick verbal, yeah. okay? Get that it's the know your customer rule. We, we're not going to take an email or a voicemail or, or, or a text mm -hmm. saying, hey, I need money, okay? Because it might not be you, okay? Yeah. You need that second touch. Yep. That's a good reminder. But what is it that we think about? What, what were you hoping to see? Yeah. You know? So when I read this, I finished the article and I thought that's probably the worst financial article I've ever read. <laughs> there was just nothing there, right? It was tremendously disappointing because I was looking for, you know, when I think of something like this, how to withdraw the retirement money, I'm thinking... What's the strategy, right? Do we take from the IRA? Do we take from the Roth? Do we live off the taxable account and, and try to let Social Security roll up for a while? Do we do Roth conversions, right? How, how do, what's our plan for getting the money out? Do we need safe money? Should we still be aggressive, right? These are all things that we think about. And it just kind of took me back to, um, I mean, the first thing I thought was, man, most people have no idea how to get the money out, right? Most advisors, it's easy to, to accumulate, right? Everybody knows, just put it in the market and, you know, do we want to be 80-20, 60-40, right? But getting the money out is really where I think an advisor can show some value. So we talk a lot about our, our peak income conductor. Yeah. And that was, um, that's a strategy where, you know, we kind of, some people call it the bucket strategy, where we, we come up with a way to get the money out efficiently and uh, also taking uh, market risk into consideration. Yeah, Jim, well said. I believe the two main things is risk, mm -hmm. are risk and uh, taxation. We want to be tax efficient with the withdrawal and we don't want to be selling any investments for a loss when we need a withdrawal. That's where peak income conductor comes in. And uh, it's similar to a bucket strategy where bucket one is your safe money. Okay. Mm -hmm. It could be IRA money or it could be after tax money, depending on your situation. Okay. It could be a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. And then bucket two money that we won't need for a couple years. It can be invested with moderate risk. Mm -hmm. Okay. And as time rolls forward, that moderate risk starts to feed into the first bucket, mm -hmm. which by the way, right now, money markets paying 5%. Yeah. There's really no nothing wrong with having a couple of years of cash on hand right now. And then what about the other, you know, as we get further out in time? Yeah. And I mean, like, like we always talk about with investing time horizon, right? Anytime your time horizons further, um, we can be more aggressive. We can be more growth oriented. If we have money that we, we've, planned for years one through 10 
well, maybe 10 through 15, we can be more growth oriented. We don't need it for 10 years. We got plenty of time to ride some, some market cycles that are up and down, you know, 15, 20 years, same thing. Um, and then the way our strategy works as well, you know, we, uh, we're looking beyond just planning for those current needs, but we're saying in some situations, people haven't accumulated enough where we think there's a, a possibility that they won't ever need that money. So we term that a legacy bucket. Right. So that's money that we can invest for the long term. Right. Maybe for their kids or their grandkids. If it's money that they don't, you know, we don't think they'll ever need to use based on the plan that we've put together for them. Uh, we can have a different mindset with how we want to invest and grow that money. Yeah. And so if it's money that you think that you'll never need, we can have an aggressive or at least a growth oriented mm -hmm. risk tolerance because we don't need it. We don't need to uh, tap into it when the market's down. You know, it's kind of like we're matching our assets with our liabilities, yeah. right? In the short term, we want to be safe with our assets if we have a short-term liability. And as we step further out on that timescale, we can be more growth or aggressively oriented. So mm -hmm. that's kind of the story with Peak Income Conductor. And it ties in also with the taxation, right? Mm -hmm. uh, with tax efficiency. You know, we want to take an IRA withdrawal if we're in the 12% bracket, yeah. right? Not necessarily if we're in the 37% bracket. Mm -hmm. And so that plays into it as well and how we set up the different uh, time segmentation. Yeah, I think, I mean, most people don't, you know, don't think about, uh, don't realize that taxes is your biggest lifetime expense. So it's really important that we're being efficient with how we manage those withdrawals. Well said. So I think we could write, rewrite this article with seven steps, <laughs> probably less, Yeah, <laughs> which would involve none of the administrative yeah. uh, tasks but talking about strategy instead. Right. So if you have done a great job accumulating, like Jim said, and you're thinking about how am I going to access my retirement money or my investment portfolio and turn that into income, give us a call. Check us out at peakwm.com. You can schedule a second opinion meeting. We'd be happy to talk with you. Peak Wealth Management thanks you for watching and listening to the Trust the Plan podcast featuring certified financial planners Nick Hopwood and Jim Pilot. If you enjoyed our program, please subscribe and share. If you'd like to learn more about our services, please visit peakwm.com, peakwm.com today. See you next week.